I was the first one to go to high school here in the United States. And it was like uncertainty what, what my next step was. And so going to your class during lunchtime kind of like, you know, helped me kind of forget about that and just be confident in who I am and, you know, just speak up, you know, just work with others to do my homework and learn. Like, and I wasn't, I was almost like natural. It just came natural for me. And thank you for that. I appreciate that. I think one of the things that um, I got to see on this side as, as a teacher, well, then one of the things that I knew that I was trying to show is that, you know, I was dedicated to my work, that I was, I thought I was a little bit cool or something or smart or right. Um, that I was like passionate, like that I was like, I mean, I was the only black male teacher there at the school, you know, yeah. and there was uh -huh. only, there was only two black teachers. So one woman and myself right so yeah. it it was kind of like like i don't know something you maybe get pigeonholed into like oh he's gonna like whatever people think of you then you emulate that for everybody right and I yeah think, um and i was i was rough i was rough around the edges you know i wasn't i wasn't like the oh hey can you go move keep walking into class <laughs> uh, that, that's that's not that wasn't my style i was like hey let's go it's, it's yeah. class. What are you doing? Why are you in the hall, hanging out in the hallway? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I think for some young men, especially young men who have never had a black male, you know, person who was telling them what to do. A lot of my conflicts were with students. Were like, you can't be telling me what to do. And I'm like, right, right. Of course I can tell you what to do. And I just did. <laughs> and I will again. Right. And, um, and so I think on the front, I was like trying to be, you know, I was trying to have be confident and I was trying to be dedicated and passionate. But what was happening behind the scenes sometimes I would be like, I, I guess I'll probably use the word sadness. I think some sadness was like this idea that I left this career where, first of all, I got paid really well and I got a lot of respect. Welcome to the Taking Out the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you joined us. Today is episode 100. Listen, I don't know. Um, I don't remember what I said episode one back when I interviewed Breno. I don't remember what I said Lewis Howes episode three. I don't remember all the individual episodes by numbers, but I remember all the people. I remember all the connections. I remember all many, many of the stories and lots of the learning. Today's episode, you're going to hear from Eduardo Canche. Eduardo is one of the founding members of the Ever Forward Club. 15 years old, freshman in high school. He's a, in my math class. And I just saw something really special in that young man. And I invited him to be one of the first. You know, I wrote these young men a letter saying, I want you to be a part of this club. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I see more in you. I want you to help lead it. What is it going to be? How are we going to make school exciting for you? And for listen, for school students who love school, you may not need any extra to make school exciting. But if you don't want to be there, if you are like just barely kind of scraping by, you may need some extra resources. And that's what we created. So 18 years later with the Ever Forward Club, 100 episodes of the Taking Out the Mask podcast, and several of the people we've interviewed during this 100 episodes have been alumni of the program. And so today we get a chance to go deeper with him with who he was back as a freshman in high school, 
and what's happening in his life today. You know, over the last 18 years, Eduardo and I have spoken many, many times. I'm so thankful that we still have a deep connection. Uh, and I get today to have another conversation with him. As I'm growing and learning and I get to share with him some of the struggles and things that I'm dealing with and the stuff behind my mask that I try and push through every day, but giving myself room in these 100 episodes to talk to more people, to be present too with myself. And so I'm excited about with these next 100 episodes. We're, we're going to be bringing in new voices to talk to people. You, you've heard from me a lot in 100 episodes. You've heard from my voice, and we're going to hear from some new voices. We've had um, one young man take charge and begin recording some episodes, and we have another young man who's going to take over where he left off. And uh, we're going to find a young person who's going to help ignite this work because I love talking to the young people, but I think that them having another young man in their circle who can ask them harder questions, who can push them a little bit deeper. It's so exciting. And I have one young man you're probably going to hear from in the next couple of weeks uh, that I'm excited for you to be able to hear him. Not only does he have a very compelling voice, <laughs> you're going to hear the thoughtfulness in his words. And so I'm looking forward to that soon too. So Mohandas was one of our young men and you're going to hear from this young man. He hasn't committed to it yet, so I don't want to say his name, but I have two young men in mind who are going to begin interviewing young people. And are going to be, again, having podcast episodes with young people being interviewed with him. So stay tuned for that. And today, you're going to get a special treat. There's a special treat in today's podcast. Some of the young men who are in the Social Emotional Leadership Academy, who just returned from their uh, Young Men's Ultimate Weekend, are going to be doing an interview with Eduardo. He takes some questions from them. He uh, shares some stories about his journey never forward. And I'm so proud of the young man who came and uh, interviewed him for this episode as well. So stay tuned. Know that these conversations are important. If you have not reviewed or liked or subscribed, please do that for us. Uh, please do that for you. Please do that for any man in your life who you feel could benefit by seeing that it is possible for us to have conversations about how we feel the things that we feel but we don't talk about the things that we talk about but may not be the full story the things we may, we may be saying that no one's hearing the things that people are hearing but we're not saying and all the things that still needs to be heard i hope that you enjoy today's episode I hope that you will get involved with the work we're doing with the Million Mask Movement. It is some amazing things happening that is steering us directly forward to reach a million masks. We want you to be a part of it. Save the date, November 11th, 2022. 11-11-22 is a big day for us, and we look forward to seeing you all soon. Take care, everybody. Eduardo, man, it is so good to see you. Thank you for being on the Taking Out the Mask podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Ashanti. It's it's an honor to be here. Well, and look, would you introduce yourself? Will you tell folks who you are? Um, tell them an overview of, maybe a brief overview of how we know each other, but uh, ultimately uh, just introduce yourself and then we'll jump into these masks. Yeah, um, so definitely. My name is Eduardo Canche. Um, I, you know, originally I went to San Lorenzo High School and just uh, wanted to just share my experience of how, how I joined Everforward. 
and how much it affected me throughout those years in high school and you know just uh coming from a first generation uh college graduate um just not having you know many friends in high school to up to now and like being a being a father of a two-year-old and how cool that has been like the whole journey and um yeah i'm just really excited to talk about that <laughs> well man I'm, I'm thankful for you i'm glad to have uh, had the opportunity to be at your wedding and you know we um so many things would happen over these last you know 18 years ever four club started in 2004 uh, you were one of our first members uh, i'll never yeah. forget that first meeting um, and how the club just began to grow and grow. And it grew so big that we had no room for people. People were yeah. standing up. And um, But one of the things I wanted to go back to is, you know, we're going to share our masks today for this million mask movement. And this didn't exist back then, but I think it existed in a way, right? Like our, yeah. our meetings were like, we have food, and we check in about what's going on in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. I think that even though we weren't talking about them in the context of mask, what we were doing in our lunchtime meetings was taking off our masks. Yeah, right? exactly. Like people would say what they were struggling with. And then I would be like, who can help with that subject? Right. Somebody would be struggling in math. Hey, who's doing good in math? Hey, can you go? And I think we were like doing it, even though I didn't know have a, I didn't have language for it at the time, you know? Yeah. So maybe what we could do first is you and I can start with like those masks. Like, what was the mask you had at 15 when you were invited to be a founder of a student founder of this club? And, and I'll talk about my mask at, you know, as a teacher. So, you know, I can go first or you can go first, whoever you feel. Yeah. I think I can, I can kind of go from, go from there. Um, I think for me, it was a little bit different than your average, you know, like your typical um, high school student, because um you know, I just wasn't sure of this new, you know, American style high school and like, you know, me coming here when I was eight to the United States was kind of like different. Uh, but I think that kind of affected me more during that time because, you know, English wasn't my first language, um, you know, and just having, having that little issue and, um, not being not being confident and and you know being being able to speak fluently kind of affected me uh, as far as like making new friends and um but besides that i think inside i was really motivated um i you know i wanted to do my best in school and you know that's 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 the side that people didn't see in me the fact that I was really motivated. I wanted to learn as much as possible. And I also wanted to um, collaborate with others um, and see what, you know, you know, what they need from me. Like, and I think that's, that's kind of like what I, I had not talked about that, that uh, willingness to help others also is something that I, I learned about myself, like just being part of the Ever Forward Club um, and seeing that, you know, Ashanti was, you know, kind of like, you know, allowing this to happen in the, the, the school, like in, in his classroom. That's what uh, triggered me to keep going and, and, and uh, you know, learning about other people and like, you know, what kind of issues they're having as well. And like allowing me to see that. And um, 
that that's what that's what really changed me um, over time. And Eduardo, so what what were some of those things that were behind the scenes when you were, you know, some of the things we talked about it maybe in our circles every week, but were there some things that you were dealing with behind the 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 mask at the club that you were dealing with at that time as a young man? Yeah, I think that um, for sure it was like um, not being confident in myself. Um, I, you know, now I just see, I'm just like picturing myself, you know, going to class and, uh, you know, just going to class and trying to get, get through, you know, the day or whatever, but with, you know, that and just being able to be, have that support system from, you know, other folks that are like the same age as me and going through the same classes. I think that's what, uh, that's what made me feel comfortable to speak up and to like be who I am. Like, uh, cause you don't get that at home. Like I wasn't getting like, I, I didn't feel like I had the support at home. I think that, uh, even with classes, I, I didn't have much support from, you know, my folks at home. Like, and it's like, it was just, I was the first one to go to high school here in the United States. And it was like uncertainty where, what my next step was. And um, so going to your class during lunchtime kind of like, uh, you know, helped me kind of forget about that and just be confident in who I am and, you know, just speak up, you know, just work with others to do my homework and learn. Like, and I wasn't, I was almost like natural. It just came natural for me. And thank you for that. I appreciate that. I think one of the things that, um, I got to see on this side as, as a teacher, you know, when I, you were in my math class. So most of the young men who first came were part of my math class. And then I would be seeing young people walking around. Now I never was walking around during lunch, you know, much because I was always in my room getting ready for class or hanging out or whatever. And, <laughs> and it wasn't until we started inviting other young men from way off camp, you know, everywhere. And then it, it began to grow for in a bigger way, you know, and as a teacher, then one of the things that I knew that I was trying to show is that, you know, I was dedicated to my work, that I was, I thought I was a little bit cool or something or smart or right, um, that I was like passionate, like that I was like, I mean, I was the only black male teacher there at the school, you know, yeah. and there was uh -huh. only, there was only two black teachers. So one woman and myself, right? So yeah. it it was kind of like, like, I don't know, something you maybe get pigeonholed into like, Oh, he's going to like whatever people think of you, then you emulate that for everybody. Right. And I yeah. Think, um, and I was I was rough. I was rough around the edges. You know, I wasn't I wasn't like the oh, hey, can you go move? Keep walking to class. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's not that wasn't my style. I was like, hey, let's go. It's, it's yeah. class. What are you doing? Why are you in the hall hanging out in the hallway? You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I think for some young men, especially young men who have never had a black male, you know, person who was telling them what to do. A lot of my conflicts were with students were like, you can't be telling me what to do. And I'm like, right, right. Of course I can tell you what to do. And I just did. <laughs> and I will again. Right. And, um, and so I think on the front, I was like trying to be, you know, I was trying to have, be confident and I was trying to be dedicated and passionate. But what was happening behind the scenes? Sometimes I would be like, I guess I'll probably use the word sadness. I think some sadness was like this idea that 
I left this career where, first of all, I got paid really well. And I got a lot of respect. Yeah. Right. And I come to this teaching job where first I'm paid very little and there's almost no respect. <laughs> yeah. And I was I had to constantly keep myself in check. Like, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the respect. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the respect. And that's only like a <laughs> mantra you have to like have yourself on every day. Because mm-hmm. when a when a 14 year old kid says, you know, no, I'm not going to go to class. Yeah. What? Or when you get called a name or when someone steals stuff out of your desk and you're just like, what? Like, what's going on here? Like, and so I think behind the mask was more of like a sense of like, am I really making the right decision? Am I really doing the right thing for my well-being and my future? Yeah. And so I think the mask was that back then. Um, And I I was new. I mean, it, it wasn't a nonprofit back then. It was a teacher trying to do this thing after school weekends and holidays right like yeah there was no money coming from it there was no i didn't know what it was gonna look like five ten years down the line i was just like i need you all to be giving your best at yeah. school in your life and yeah uh, yeah so that, that was the mask i had back then that, that's 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 what i think of yeah yeah definitely i think i kind of like resonate with that because you know, we all have that, like, you know, front frontal, like, view, like, how pe- we want people to see. And me as a high school student, you know, I was out, you know, I still had that in, in my mind, like, which way do I want people to see me? And, you know, like, I obviously had a circle of friends that had that in them. But, like, my my family, like, I feel like with my raising, I was like, something in my head was telling me, no, like, you know, you're here to do something else. Like you, you came here to go to school, you know, study and, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, just to be successful. And I think that that kind of like being, uh, exposed to you and like somebody that for me showed, you know, what I wanted to be maybe in the future, like, you know, he, this guy, you know, he went to high school you know, went to his high school and he grad, he went to Cal Poly and that was all kind of like very motivated, all motivation for me. And, um, and then after that, just now looking back, I'm just like, wow, like a lot has, all of that has culminated into like what, what I, the things I've done. And, and it's just been like really cool to see how everyone you know, even the guys that I'm friends, I'm still friends with has, they all have families now. And it's just like, this whole journey has been like really cool. Like, um, so <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. And I think that's really powerful, right? Like imagine if more young people, definitely young men in our work, right. Had, um, built relationships when they were young. Like if I think back to my high school, middle school, I know, I know people still around, but I'm like, well, how many friends do I have back still today from high school, you know? Yeah. Um, and those numbers are small. Those numbers are really small. If I go to middle school, I would say, you know, I've, I see people around town every once in a while, but I don't know that we, you could really honestly say, like, you're operating in adulthood as friends, right? But to have people that you, like, I was, we were, we, we connected back in these formidable, formative age, middle yeah. school, high school. We built a connection 
and we stayed together the rest. I mean, you see it in movies all the time where people have had friends from when they were 7, 10, 12 years old. And I was yeah. like, what? How does that happen, right? And, and now I see, right, how it can happen. If you create the environment for them to connect and have a space, I think it could be really powerful, you know? So thank you for being a part. Thank you for being willing, and thank you for trusting the space. And and I'm glad that those relationships are still going because I think it's... um. I think we could still have a testament for what's powers was possible with young people today. Build these yeah. connections. And especially with today, right? You know, and here's one thing for people to know out there. There were none of these. There were none of these when he was in high school. So they had to talk. <laughs> they, yeah. they, you know, it wasn't like, how you doing? H-Y-D. Uh, you know, like it wasn't like three letter answers to that supposed to be a sentence, right? Like it's, and so we think we're checking in with people how they're doing, but yet we're saying HYD and they're doing like IF and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess we're all good, right? <laughs> you know, you didn't hear their voice. You didn't see their look. They look at their eyes. You just think that Ooh. you're checking in with people. I think it gives us a whole new world. Yeah, that's another thing. I think um, just those organic connections that you made with your your counterparts in school, like there's no substitute for that. Like, you know, now I see, you know, younger, the younger generation, you know, it's a completely different thing. Uh, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that for me, it's a little bit different. Like I didn't have that. And, but I, I think that we still need that, like for future generations, because those mutual connections that you get to keep and you need to, uh, you know, take value in that because like, that's the stuff that, our parents, sometimes your parents don't really tell you. It's just like insinuated in them. But now as I'm older now, I really do see the value in, in having a relationship with somebody or having a relationship with my brother or sister. Um, and I think that the world is not going to, that's not going to, that's not going to happen easily. But with the right, the right uh, group of people to, you know, to represent that, it's very important to have that around you think that you know it's where that's what i i that's what i was thinking about as you were you know telling me you know how your experience and um you know even now like even corbray like doing his artwork and you know this this kid that i knew in high school was you know just funny and he was like always made me laugh and now i see him painting murals uh in different parts of, you know, the city he lives in, it's just like amazing to It's like just amazing. <laughs> it, is, it is beautiful. And he's, for those who don't remember, this is, uh, this is his work right here. This is Corbray. And uh, he, he, we saw him drawing. He would always be doodling in his notebook and drawing and doing stuff. And, and then to see him take that passion and, and then really infuse it into his life has been really amazing. Well, how about we do this? How about we, Maybe just now talk about the mask today, the mask that that we have to that we've made to feel the need or find ways. You and I talk we have we have conversations, you know, pretty frequently, but you know, just in terms of wherever you feel comfortable sharing about the mask that, you know, that exists yeah. today, you know, even even though I actually uh I, I actually tried, you know, I did my best I could. All right. Know. All right. 
How about, you, how about you show the front first just so you can get closer and then, then show the back or if, maybe fold it over? Oh, yeah. And then, we, then we could uh, fit on the screen for you a little better. All right. That's the front. Look at that. That's. <laughs> will, you, will, you, will, you read the, will you read the words for us? Because some people are listening and they're not watching. Yeah. Yeah. It says calm, poised, and happy. Yeah. Cool. So the back. I don't know if you want to talk about, but uh, the back says irritated, uh, sad, and faithful. Man, yeah, it's you. in. Is yeah, any, it, yeah, I think it's it's very very different than what it, my mask would have been like fifteen years ago. Like, it feels like a. It's funny. It's like. A, I, I even I didn't even know that like about myself, but like when I started like just drawing and writing down, I was just like, okay, like this is who really I am. I've become you know this person, but it's not bad. It's just you know it, it really it, it shows a lot. A lot of growth has happened. Um, you know, yeah. You know, I hope that this is able to help somebody like in the future to see you know like it, it, every we all go through things, but uh it's always important to you know you know you write down your thoughts or you know whatever you feel like the best way to do it draw something or you know it allowed me to just think about this my current situation and you know how that's even that's powerful or just for you as a person to take the time to think about it to where you where you're at yeah yeah, thank you, Eduardo. Thank you very much. I'm gonna um I'm gonna Brian put a timestamp right here. I'm gonna put this timestamp right here for one second right here. Um, Eduardo, will you just um pinch your pinch your collar, pinch your just uh just pinch the collar of your shirt, yeah, because it was just kind of up oh. and um you know, no, it's okay. It just um you have a good mic, so every time it it is picking up all the sounds, oh. and so just okay. okay. You good? Let me hear you talk again. Just say something. Hello, hello. Good, good, okay. good. yeah, yeah, good, good. That's good. Um, okay, Ryan, here we go. Coming back in and I'll clap it off. Yeah, man, Eduardo, thank you, man, for sharing that mask. And, uh, you know, it's good to like, as I get to still see you, see you growing up, it's good to continue having these connection points. Um, I'll share my mask, um, go this way. So the thing I created, I wrote funny, funny, <laughs> serious. Uh, caring and hardworking. As I look at the picture, like the eyes look pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty sinister. Like I don't know why why the eyes look like that, <laughs> but I it does start with funny. So maybe funny was in my mind. Maybe serious is connected. Um, those are the things: funny, serious, caring, and hardworking are the things on the front of the mask. The things I gladly let people see. And actually, ironically, around these the way that looks right because I think in, even in where all of my classes, people would think that I was mean, right? Like people, I mean, I get really intense. I got a very expressive face, like, or if I'm like, <laughs> if not, right? Like, yeah. Right. Um, and I, I never thought of myself as a mean person. I thought I was always like really kind and caring, very serious, very intense, but I've never thought of myself as a person who is mean. Right. But uh, it's interesting. And as you think about how, what, what we are doing our best to show, 
and how the people are picking up on it because they may pick up on something that we're not actually trying to show you know yeah um and in the back the back uh what's really true what's that yeah let me see i see screws <laughs> where's my light why the light lights lights tripping where's the light tripping okay i'm oh, sorry here we go self-doubt okay. worry. worry and uh fear so self-doubt worry and fears and um i think the one i'll talk about more is just uh maybe Maybe I'll, I'll go with this. I'll go with self-doubt right now because I think that, you know, this work that we're doing and ever forward, you know, it's been 18 years. Like, you know, it's like, I can't wait till we get to 20, right? I can't wait to get to 20, 20th relay. I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about coming back to SLZ and doing it there. And then sometimes I'm just like, like, is this, I, I believe the mission of the work is more important than ever. It's needed. Sometimes I doubt that I'm maybe the one to be in the in the role that I'm in doing it right like I'm clear I got I'm the visionary I'm clear about that I'm clear that I'm the director of training and 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 experiences but if I was looking at my desk right now and if you if you could see my desk you would be like what's going on here because it's just it's not fun it's not pretty it's not pretty and not that you have to have a nice desk to be organized but I'm not organized I mean just to be honest like I'm not very organized in those kind of ways like i'm i'm not these all should be filed somewhere and to, <laughs> and to think about where they at first i'm like where should they be filed under what name under what and so i can basically just pile them because i'm like well at least i know it's somewhere here right yeah um and i think that's that's what those are things i'm still learning right it's things i'm still learning and growing with and so the doubt is sometimes like okay so what is my next role like who do i bring to handle this stuff that needs to be done well organization management those kind of things so that i can do and spend more time on the things that i think i do well yeah as, a, as opposed to me trying to like get better at the things i'm really not good at i mean I've, I've, I've not been good at filing for 40 plus years i don't know that i really want to take any classes on how to file better <laughs> you know exactly. what i mean yeah like i don't know that mm-hmm. i want to spend energy on that right now in my life i want to like let somebody who who knows exactly when the paper gets dealt with what to do with it and not that I couldn't learn, still learn, but what do I want to be spending my energy and my my passion, right, for this work? So some of the, those are some of the things, and I think it's connected to the doubt and the fear, right? Because who who am I if I'm not if I'm not in this role, right? Yeah. Who like this this I I don't know much more. I've been doing this 18 years. Like if you've been doing a job for 18 years. You hopefully feel pretty good at it. <laughs> I hope mm-hmm. you're not doing 18 years because I'm bad at something, right? Yeah. But then how do you how do you let some of those pieces go that feel like you're they're so connected to you, right? And so I think those are some things I carry right now. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Any last words? Any last words you wanna say before we close up this conversation? Um, I'm just thankful to like it's been a great conversation and it's been great to, you know, talk to some of these younger gentlemen, you know, that are, you know, you know, go, going on to the next chapter in life. And, you know, I, I hope to be invited into a few more of these in the future. Um, it would, I would be more than glad to do it. Um, and I just, you know, I wish you the best with like all your goals, like with ever forward, like, you know, I was, uh, 
I know that you got this and, you know, throughout all the craziness, it's, I know that, you know, you're doing it for a great cause and it definitely is making a huge difference in the world. And I, you know, I, I wish you the best with that. Mm, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. And I, and I hope that you will get, I hope you, I hope you will come back. I, I'm, you know, we're going to be kicking off this alumni association. I want your help there. Um, and we should talk because, you know, you, there's some needs down in LA. So maybe there's a way for us to connect you. Anyway, we'll talk more about that. I, maybe there's some <laughs> things that we can talk about yeah. <laughs> of how to, how to serve you and you can serve the young people right in your own neighborhood there. So thank you for being here, brother. And I appreciate you. I'm very thank proud you. to have you right on. Thanks. Well, folks, look, we have uh, just shared our mask publicly. Eduardo and I have been known each other for over 18 years. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> look, I, you know, look at this. I'm much older than he is, even though, you, you know, but but I'm really thankful that he's come back. And I think that what we're going to be doing is connecting with more of our alumni out in the world, hundreds of young people who have gone through this program and now getting them back involved, getting them back connected. And if you want to make your mask, you can do that anonymously at millionmask.org. This is 100 episodes. This is episode 100, Eduardo. And I'm wow. really honored to have you here on episode 100 to, um, as a young man who was in that room when we first did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, it's, it feels great. I'm so honored. <laughs> oh, I'm honored to have you here, brother. And um, it's so thankful, thankful for your friendship and your connection over the years and your trust. And Thanks. folks out there, the work is growing. The Million Mass Movement is growing. None of these shirts existed when Eduardo joined our club. None of this work existed. It was a teacher in a classroom, portable eight, having lunch. Yeah. And, and it's grown to something so much bigger. And so thank you for the visions that you all have out in the world, Eduardo. Um, I am so glad that you get to be in this guest episode 100. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next 100. And stay tuned. You know, I'm excited too. I, I, I was so nervous, and I mean, I've been talking about this for months, and we've been trying to, we've been planning. But one of the things I really want people to know is like how you got connected to Ever Forward Club, and the young men who are here, they are going to ask you some questions. These are all young men who are part of our Social Emotional Leadership Academy. That didn't exist back when you were in okay. school, so uh, we didn't have uh, a Social Emotional Leadership Academy. Usually in the summer. It was my time to rejuvenate and it was, you know, you all got a break. Yeah. But uh, this year and now, 18 years later, we have another program. So they have some questions for you. And, so they, and they're going to be with us just for about 15, 20 minutes. And then um, we're going to send them. They're going to get their day back. I wanted them to be able to um, have a conversation with you um, because you were one of the first members and, yeah. and, and I think it'll be a really beautiful conversation. So I'll let, I'll leave you kind of open once you introduce yourself and then young men, whoever's going to jump in first, jump in first for that, um, those questions. Okay. So the problems that were happening like at your uh, school at that time, did you also try to help others? But like that was going, that were going to the same, uh, mindset as you? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I think I was able to help people because, like, um, I honestly like just the way I was raised. You know, I was raised very. Uh, my parents were very protective of me, so I kind of like 
had that mentality like uh i always wanted to do something like daring or something you know like and um and when you go to you know high school it's like a completely different environment everybody you know was raised differently so i think just just being around different people and different mentalities and you know like just being yourself you can definitely affect others people other people's mentality too so i think and that's another reason why i i kept you know volunteering for you know the club ever forward and doing the 24-hour relay um you know i was motivated to like just be there and you know just you know have that experience just to help out with whatever i could and it was just like um a great way to make new friends and that kind of helped me become you know more confident in the way i am i think so like it's okay it showed me that it was okay to be a little bit different you know because i don't i didn't come from like a typical american family so for me it was like cool to see other cultures and you know the how everybody's raised differently and you know i had even like sometimes i would have friends over but not you know you know my parent my parents were cool about it they were just like from they were more hesitant to let me go to somebody else's houses which is different than the american mentality because i feel like in america like everybody was so chill at least at least here uh during the time that i was going to school i think everybody was so chill and, and they were like oh yeah i'll be at your house at this time but my parents uh, being like the younger child they were just like kind of hesitant to let me go to other people's houses but i, I always wanted to kind of break out of that sh that shell you know what i mean and it just um shows you a different perspective of things question i have for you is if you had a hard time taking off your mask in front of others when you're younger yeah i think so i think we all have like a hard time being uh, showing your true self to others i think that's just natural um I think um, being in the club has helped definitely helped me um, just think about it in a different way and just and also just uh, being uh, exposed to different environments now that I've worked in different industries and seeing how other people's minds work and like how you know how they act it, it has allowed me to be more confident in the way I am and being you know uh, my different ideas, bringing in different ideas to the table. Um, but yeah, like, um, uh, you're exposed to, you know, different mentalities and, and I have, I, I'm not going to lie. I have experienced like shyness, like, or being really timid and, um, you know, and being afraid to say what I really think in, in a classroom, for example, um, or in, in a room full of people. And, it's normal. I think it's normal to feel like that. It's just that over time, you just get better and better and knowing what time to bring up what you're thinking or what, what time to, you know, when's the best, what's the best way to say it? Yeah, that's so real. And, and Eduardo was, uh, he was, he was kind of shy. He was, 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you all a picture in a second um, that I'm trying to find, but I can't find it yet, but maybe lucky for him. Um, yeah, we got to, uh, before Eduardo moved to, uh, um, moved to LA, we got to have a meal with him right before he left. And a lot of those young men from that first picture I showed you all earlier uh, came, a few of them came. And, um, and it's so good. You know, I think I'm, sometimes I'm, I get, maybe they, they'll be like, oh, we just came back from Vegas. So we'll go do the something <laughs> fantasy football championships or draft or something. I'm like, who, who is it? Who is in Vegas? And they'd be like, <laughs> oh, me, Eduardo, Jorge. I'm like, because we were like, we spent such a really amazing growing up time. Like, and they were growing up. I was an adult, but it was like, wait y'all went where like you know and it, <laughs> camping and so or something. <laughs> they they were always staying connected and i was really i was really thankful for that i was really glad that they got to build those relationships and then keep them going build a relationship with good people who care about you support you and you don't have to be pretending all the time i think we all need that and so yeah, sometimes, sometimes, I'm, I, sometimes I want to be there when they're at those little things, but I also know that they need their time. And I'm glad that I got to be a catalyst in that. You know, I don't take anything for granted, but um, they had to trust, you know, they trusted. And some of them, you know, they'll tell the story like sometimes they felt like they were forced to come to a meeting and they didn't want to. Right. And some of them knew that looking back, you like, yeah, it was part of the building community uh, in the moment. Sometimes it felt a little bit too much, but um. The last thing I'll show you, um, I'll show you this one. I don't, Eduardo, can you tell them what you remember about this, uh, about this, this picture? Do you remember this trip? Oh, yeah. Was this, uh, Universal Studios? Like, the, right. the it is the city walk. Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I definitely remember this, this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy. It was a crazy weekend, but I, I know I became close to a lot of these guys uh, because of the strip, and even till now, I'm still friends with them, and they're all off doing their thing. But I think that we all kind of, you know, we still have that mutual like relationship. Like I looked like a baby. We all looked like babies there, and like. <laughs> <laughs> And it's funny uh, to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. Well, who would have known, known that 18 years later, after you and I met, that you would be on a podcast talking to new young men who are now going through some of those experiences from before, you know? So, you know, looking out back on the 18 years, is there any word, just, you know, a, a word you want to offer them as they, you know, they're most of them are going to their freshman year. Actually, all of them. Oh, okay. Actually, all of them. They're all about to be freshmen next year. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's really great. Um, I think uh, my word of advice would be just to follow your heart. Like, you know, uh, if you have that gut feeling, you know, you, 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 ha you might have some doubts here and there, but I think it all comes down to, you know, no matter it's sometimes you might doubt, oh, should I do this? Because like, I don't know how much time it's going to take up of my schedule, you know, um, you know, I have more important things to do, but I think, uh, just, uh, over time you'll realize that no matter, you know, you see, we might spend time on other things that really don't matter. I think at the end of the day, just trust your gut because 
it, it really is gonna show later on like it's gonna make it's gonna make it all worth it like when with time you'll see that it was worth it what you know trusting your gut and going for it and spending time on those things that some people might not see as valuable but if you feel like this is what you know what calls you then i i would say just just go just follow follow that fantastic yeah any last word from a young man before we head out i just want to make sure that there's no lingering word before we head out all right young man i will see you all tomorrow um uh tomorrow morning tomorrow we'll be back on our regular schedule see you tomorrow morning at 9 30 um i'll let you go enjoy the rest of your day right on man look at you you're a natural you're natural (laughs) hey man I, i try you know Taking Off the Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Graphics are by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Choque Allen Alvarez. We'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast as we cross the 100th episode milestone and begin the work to the next 100. We hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off the Mask family. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, write a five-star review, and share as we look forward to continuing to have conversations that matter. Stay tuned for the relaunch of the Million Mask Movement on 11-11-22. That's November 11th of 2022. There's a math problem in there. You can find out more by visiting everforwardclub.org and following us on social media. Take care. and We'll see you soon.